Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Mail and Post Extra Time. As you may have guessed, I am not Chris. I am Ross, the host of the Sunday show. I'm here because Chris currently has no working headphones. Uh, that's why there was no show last week and there was no show on Sunday because well, it was the FA Cup. And we don't tend to care too much about the FA Cup on Mail and Post. I don't know if Emma's any different, but we'll come to that in a bit. Joining me, as always, on Extra Time, this is Mrs. M. Webster. Hello. Hi. And also from the Sunday show, Mr. Colin Salby. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Good, thank you. You good, Colin? Yeah, not too bad. Busy, busy at work. Feels weird podcasting all Thursday, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels sort of naughty. (laughs) (laughs) Are we cheating on the others? It feels wrong. (laughs) Uh, What we're going to do is we're going to talk about some FA Cup action to start with. So let's get Villa West Brom out of the way. The, the greatest day of Villa fans' lives, apparently. They all rushed onto the pitch at full time after sealing a 2 0 win. Uh, my highlight was the man with the dick on his head. I don't know about anyone else. <laughs> how, how did he. I mean, the thing is, he managed to get on telly not once, <laughs> but twice in front of cameras. I, I can only assume that was for a bet. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. I mean, you've been to Fratton Park quite often. You've been around as well, actually, uh, other football grounds. Seen, seen many penises and heads? Um, no, I can't say I have. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, it, was, it was a good one filler. They, they needed some wins, didn't they, really? Tactics team's got them playing quite well. I don't see it being something that's going to run and run, though, personally. No, I think they'll be safe this season, but I don't think it'll be it'll carry on into next season. You think they'll stay up? Or I think they're gonna do a Wigan person. I think they might get to the final of the FA Cup. Probably not win it, but hopefully get relegated at the same time. I say hopefully. I'm not a fan of Villa. I don't care what people think. I don't like Villa. <laughs> Colin, what do you reckon? Do you think they're gonna make the final? Um possibly. Who who have they got? They've got either Bradford or Reading, is that right? Uh, yes. So you'd, you'd like to think that they've got a chance there. Um, I agree with Emma. I, I think they're staying up. I think I think they made the right decision. It's it a late decision, but they've made it the right time. Pains me. This is this is their season. They bought tactics ten minutes at the right time. He's going to keep them up. Don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> anyway, on Monday we saw um, Arsenal beat Man United. Uh, at Old Trafford. I don't remember the last time Arsenal beat Man United Old Trafford. Seems like a long time ago. Eight or nine years, they said. Wow. That is quite a long time for a big club to not win at a certain ground. But, yeah, Danny Welbeck with the winner. Wasn't good enough to be in the Man United squad, but certainly good enough to knock him out of cup competitions. And it was great to see him celebrate. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't agree with this non-celebrating against your former club. They've sold you. Celebrate. They don't care. Uh, Angel Dimaria was sent off. That was quite entertaining. Referee apparently does not like his shirt being touched by players. That was like the death stare, wasn't it? <laughs> you knew as soon as he turned around that Dimaria would be off. Like yeah. Just the look. I like that Dimaria laughing at him when he's getting sent off, though. When he flashes a red card. He's like, you, you're serious. I'm going to get a red card for that. Joe Hart's head by you. You can send him off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's certainly unusual to see a, a ref not bottle it at Old Trafford. Yeah, true. But, I mean, I don't know. Is, is that a yellow card? You give him a tug. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe did he get some nails in there? <laughs> did he scratch his back a little bit or something? Because <laughs> he, he, he reacted violently, didn't he, the ref? Yeah, he looked very pissed off with it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, don't, I mean, the thing, well, it's it's probably a little bit stupid by Di Maria, but mm. you've seen worse on refs, haven't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, Di Maria's had a bad week, hasn't he? His house got broken into and held up at hammer point, it seems, by the people who broke in. He's now living in um, Phil Neville's former flat on, he said story 500, but that seems far too high. Surely there's no building that high in Manchester, is there? Well, you, no, I doubt it. Isn't that sky, that's like a proper full-on skyscraper? Un- unless it's like one of those really poor tower blocks that was like built after the war, you know, to mm. house people, and <laughs> Phil Neville just moved there because it was a bargain. <laughs> you know. I can imagine Phil Neville, he doesn't like anything flash, does he? So, <laughs> living in an ex-council flat, probably. You can imagine Phil Neville popping around every weekend to make sure that he hasn't Dirted the place as well. Hasn't <laughs> decorated without permission. Time for an inspection. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's Man United's. That's probably their last realistic chance to see I can't see them winning the FA Cup this year. That one's gone, so no trophies this year for yeah. Louis Van uh, this first season. No trophies for David Moore's last season. He was sacked, but it appears there's different standards for these two guys. Uh, Liverpool nil, Blackburn nil. That was dull. Nothing happened really. Well, credit to Blackburn. Yeah, they did but, right. Uh, yeah, because Liverpool have been playing really well. So, so to keep them to a nil-nil draw, that was good. Mm. Replay at their place, so I get the feeling that you know you've got to think that Liverpool are going to going to progress. But you never know, Blackburn Rovers. Mm. Well, Chris has said all season long as gambler that he wants the Gerard farewell party at Wembley. Yeah. Is it on his birthday as well? Yeah. Got this, I think Liverpool fans have this very romantic idea, don't they? <laughs> yeah, there's banners get, get Gerard to Wembley. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it would be quite nice to see them lose in the semi final. He got to Wembley, you got what you wanted. It's not quite the final. <laughs> I don't know, fair play to really get said in this game. He, Head to head with Brighton Skirtle and knock Skirtle out. It's quite some going to do that. The man's looked like he's made like the Terminator with Brighton Skirtle. He has to go off of head injury. Um, the final game was Bradford nil, Reading nil. Uh, I didn't see this one. Anything of note happen? I didn't see it. It, 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 it was scrappy. Um, mm. I saw the state of the pitch. That looks yeah. 
definitely Sunday League, but it, I mean, what was they expect? It's Bradford in well, the beginning of March. The, the thing is, I think they have they haven't spent on their pitch, and I think it's it's hurt them a little bit in the league as well. A little mm. bit similar to to Wigan when when we played them rough and Leeds played them. Oh, the um, last weekend, yeah, the ball has to be changed, isn't it? Because it was so dirty. Their pitch was terrible, and, and I think that's one of the. It hasn't helped them, and that's one of the reasons they're down the bottom. I think. Um, yeah. There's other reasons as well, but. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're, they're they're your teams that are left in the FA Cup. Um, obviously, your favourites are what Liverpool and Arsenal. They've been kept. Well, possibly kept apart. Depends what Blackburn can do. Uh, who do who do we see taking the Trophy owned this year. Can Arsenal do it two years in a row? I, I would go with Arsenal. Yeah, I'd go with Arsenal too. I think that, that for me as well, the winners. Liverpool, it's a very romantic idea for Gerrard to win with that trophy, but if they beat Blackburn, Arsenal have proved to have their number somewhat the last couple of years. They've got some good wins against them. And I don't even care who gets the final from the other three teams, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, pick up. <laughs> Can I just say though, it's it's. I think it's great that the FA Cup is back on BBC though. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the first year they've had it back. The coverage has been okay. <laughs> Some of the commentators, mm, you know, you've got a bit of Robbie Savage in there, which isn't great. Does he work for every channel? He's not BT Sport, it, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. I've seen him rock up on there. <laughs> There's BBC TV, there's BBC's Five Live. I think it's the Sky that know better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's nice to see it back on BBC. It, it just gets more more kids involved. I suppose Sky and Virgin Media are obviously massively popular, but they're still quite expensive. I'm sure there's lots of families that don't have it. Yeah, and, and they do a good job of it, and I think they'll do an even better job next year. Mm. Um, I mean... The thing is, they they had the Villa West Brom game, didn't they? Yes. So so they they picked the right one there, um, because I mean, okay, there was a pitch invasion, but mm. it's almost better for a TV channel to have controversy, yeah. you know, something kicking off in a game, as opposed to just sometimes a dull game or an average game. Um, yeah. Because everyone gets excited then, don't and, and you know you had your, your fella there with your cock on cock on his own, <laughs> cockhead, and um, so so there was entertainment for everybody there. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we on to the Champions League. Emma, have you seen any of the games from this week? Yeah, I watched uh, Real Madrid and I watched the Chelsea game. Let's start with that Real game. That was quite a game, wasn't it? Seven goal thriller. They, they just okay. go through. It was, but then at the end, like all the fans had their white hankies out and things, so <laughs> it was a bit depressing to watch that, thinking I can't remember the last time I saw seven goals. <laughs> Do you, you see know, the, um, the you see Casillas telling Ronaldo to go and applaud the away fans, or go, go, go and applaud the fans uh, at the end of the game? It doesn't surprise me, but then Casillas is, must be one of the most hated men now for Madrid, because he's not good enough. I don't know what happened to him. Marino has just broken him, isn't he? Drop, just, dropping him has just killed him completely. <laughs> he is just... Yeah, he's completely let them down so many times. 
Mm. There's so many good keepers out there, good Spanish keepers, that... Yeah. Strange. Yeah, I don't think Diego Lopez is doing a bad job as the number one, really. I mean, well, they won the Champions League, didn't they? So, kind of proves how good of a job he's doing. Ronaldo broke another record, but it might just be me, but these records... I have no emotion regarding them at all. They're so they're so far away from the level of football that I watch my team play that they mean nothing to me. Mm. I don't know if you two feel the same. Obviously, both fans of uh, football league clubs. Well, it's just for the foreseeable future. It's just going to be another Messi v Ronaldo, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Messi's got seventy-five goals. Ronaldo's got seventy-six. This is just going to keep going back and forth. I mean, I know this is a bit of a bugbear of Adam, who's got a particular interest in La Liga, but I've, I, and when I've had arguments with him in the past, when I've said, yeah, but who are they playing? <laughs> you I know, know. I, I still maintain that La Liga is a shit league. You, you've got the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, you've got three and good teams. Yeah, and you've got, you've got some um, unbelievable players in those top teams, and mm. of course they're going to excel. I mean, but you put them in the Premier League, they're not going to score for fun like that. They're going to high. I mean, when Cristiano Ronaldo was in, on his pomp at uh, Manchester United, mm. yeah, I can't remember how many he scored, but it was an unbelievable amount. It was in the 20s, wasn't it? Um, but, yeah, I just, I just think the disparity between what you get in the Premier, Premier League and, and La Liga is, is just, it just distorts the, the, stats. the stats. Yeah. Are, are Real Madrid still booing Gareth Bale? Uh, I'm not sure. Did you hear any booze in this one? They still have a chance to boo him. <laughs> I heard on another podcast this week that the, the best job Ancelotti's done with this Real Madrid team is to get those players playing together. Uh, Bale, Benzema, Ronaldo as a front three because they're all kind of quite selfish players. I think as, as just as individual footballers. And the way he's got them playing together is quite a, is probably the most impressive thing he's done. And also, I think he, he's going to be under pressure from from his bosses to to ensure that if they're fit, they play. Oh yeah, you can't not play Ronaldo or Bale or even Benzema. Yeah, which is a, it's a tough situation to be in with the amount of other talent that they've got there. But I, I don't know. Uh, what else happened on Tuesday? Uh, Porto beat FC Bar 4 0. Uh, Cruise through to the next round 5 1 on aggregate. <laughs> um, last night, Bayern Munich put 7 past Shakhtar Donetsk. Poor Shakhtar. <laughs> Just not really up to the machine of Bayern. Uh, Muller with 2, Ribery with 1, Oateng with 1, Bad Stauber, Lewandowski, and Goetz are Just unbelievable levels of talent. Bayern had 74% possession in that game. It's like a school bully holding a small kid at arm's length. That's what that kind of brings to mind, that sort of result. And of course, Chelsea, two, PSG, two. Um, away goals went for PSG. David Luiz scored. He loved it, didn't he? He's such a tool. <laughs> Do you not like him? I, I hate him so much. <laughs> I was so happy when he went to PSG because I thought, that's it, I'm not going to have to see him again. And I'm like, oh no, he pops up at Chelsea every season now, that's brilliant. <laughs> I think he's quite good at entertainment though. He just annoys me. <laughs> uh, there was something that um, 
Paddy Power put on saying that when he attacks, you forget how shitty he is in defence, and then he goes back and you remember how shitty. When he's in the other half, you think, oh yeah, he's not too bad, and then when he's in his half defending, you're like, oh yeah, that's why he's a twat. But like when he um, who did he walk in front of and then fell over? Oh, I can't remember now. I've only seen highlights. I think it was Costa. He was winding Costa up all night, which I think is like everyone's favourite. Yeah, you know you can get to him. But then Costa was walking away, and Louis just stood in front of him and then fell over. Yeah. And I was like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> just get up. <laughs> just, oh, he just winds me up. You don't see that down at Fratton, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Thiago Silva with the winner, uh, 114th minute. Uh, Hazard and Cahill with the goals from Chelsea, but it just wasn't enough. I saw one image of um, for the silver winner, or tie winner, as it was. Um, Terry and Cahill were marking each other from that corner. Yeah, they were all over each other, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they just fancied a hug or what, but... They were just, the whole game, Chelsea were just sort of walking pace. Mm. And then were shocked when PSG would attack them. Yeah, my friend, uh, my, one of my best friends is a Chelsea fan, he says, he, obviously he's a big supporter of Mourinho, but he says that he's, Mourinho has kind of trained this attacking instinct out of them. They don't look to kill teams anymore, they're just, they're happy with a 1 or a 2 nil win. Yeah, definitely. Which if you fall behind to a good team, it's always really dangerous. Well, yeah, that's what it seemed when it was... Um uh, when it was nil-nil, they, it didn't look like they were looking to score at all, which, mm. OK, they were winning the tie, but it's a dangerous thing to do. Oh, yeah, PSG are full of talent. See that they would completely have been happy for it to be nil-nil. Mm. Uh, there was a couple of... Uh, well, there was a red card for Zlatan in this game. Um, kind of lunged in, didn't he, on Oscar? Yeah... Oscar was flying as well, though, wasn't he? But yeah, he was. If you look at the picture, he's uh, Oscar's studs are going into Zatan's shins as well. Yeah. So. Both could have walked for that, possibly. I I, I, I see it a little bit differently. I, I don't think Oscar did too much wrong. Um, though you could argue that when John Terry kicked him in the head <laughs> in, in the melee afterwards, that that yeah. probably hurt him more. Um, <laughs> but y- you know, when you lift your feet like that. And as you said, Ross, lunging, mm. you're giving the referee an opportunity to send you off. Yeah. And if a referee just doesn't see it right or he's having a bad day, you can get yourself a red card, so there's no need to do it. Well, you give him an easy decision, don't you? It's a flashpoint, and you think, well, I've seen someone clearly leave their feet and lunge. It's an easy opportunity for me to just sort this out with a red card straight away. And I think the, I mean, the referee struggled all game to try and control everyone. Mm. And I think maybe he thought it was one of those things that if he shows, he kind of means business and everyone will back off, which yeah, because uh, they all just started acting even worse. <laughs> like kids. They were awful. It's such a bad <laughs> advertisement for Champions League football. Seven yellow cards and a red. I suppose there wasn't more reds to be fair. <laughs> yeah, Costa runs the. The risk every game, doesn't he? And like I say, Louise winding him up. He got booked as well in this game. I saw, I saw a great tweet which relates to the the incident on the metro in Paris, hmm. where somebody took a still picture of the Chelsea players haranguing the referee, <laughs> and and he just put in, in inverted commas in capitals, "Get off our train." <laughs> <laughs> 
<coughs> I mean, every decision, you know, every Chelsea player was there. Yeah. It's it's like the old Man United. When you yeah. had Keane and Neville and everyone just surrounding the referees. It's what Mourinho's done to them. I remember them under Hiddink and Angelotti. They were quite a nice team. Quite attacking and those two managers seem like friendly, friendly chaps. <laughs> just Mourinho. <laughs> I don't know, Luis is apologised for a celebration. He's apologised to Chelsea fans. He can get out of here with that. That's yeah, and he, I mean, he was being booed every time he got the ball, so fair enough to go up and score. Exactly. Yeah, he said, uh, I, I lost my emotions and I couldn't control them. Well, you just scored in the Champions League game. To pretty much send your team through, obviously, it's time to come, but I don't know. I'm not... <laughs> All four celebrating every goal you score. I think I saw uh, Patrick Bamford when he scored for Middlesbrough against Derby, and he celebrated wildly. And the referee, uh, the after, after match interview, said to him, "Oh, you celebrated after the game? Did you ever think to not celebrate?" He said, "No, I scored a goal. I'm going to celebrate every goal I score. Doesn't matter who it's against. That's the that's the sort of attitude that I want to hear from footballers." Let Let me put this scenario to you, Ross. Take Take a step back in time, and when. Cantona was banging goals in for fun against Leeds United. Mm-hmm. Did you feel the same way <laughs> when he was lifting his collar up and strutting around? He's different now, isn't he? Or did you want to shoot him <laughs> like I did? <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of him when he was at Leeds. He was such an arrogant sod, and he would he would keep Lee Chapman out of games. Which that Chapman Wallace partnership was lovely. Uh, so that's that's the Champions League as it stands. No British clubs left in there. Um, Whoa, 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 Arsenal. <laughs> it's not, it's not impossible. It's not an impossible job, is it? And Arsenal just have to go out there, and there's no pressure now. Score three. Just, just go for it. You know exactly what happened. They'll be tuning up at half time, and then it'll be an incredibly tense second half, and they might sneak a third in the 87th minute, and then they'll get pegged back in the 90th minute, and it'll be kind of crushing down on them. <coughs> Yeah, that's the limit, but it's, it, like you say, it's a very tough ask. Um, Everton are currently playing in the Europa League, and they're currently uh, losing to Dynamo Kiev 1-0. Uh, that's an away goal for Kiev as well, which I don't know if we guys count in the Europa League. I've honestly never watched the Europa League football game. Uh, so that pretty much brings us on to our... Um, Predictions. That's what you guys do, don't you, on this podcast to predict? Yeah. And Emma, you're pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Showing those boys what's for. So the standings currently are, you got two correct last week, so you have got 108 correct predictions this season. Uh, Mark has 103, not far behind. And then Chris, a whole 11 points behind you with 97 correct predictions. It's not going well, Chris, has it? The host, you should be, uh, should be better than this. <laughs> So, let's look at these uh, fixtures from this upcoming week then, shall we? Uh, the double points game this week is going to be Seattle Sounders taking on the San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, Chris has gone for a 2-0 Seattle win and Mark's gone for a 3-1 Seattle win. Emma, what are you saying? I know nothing about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, so, they both went for Seattle, so I'll go for San Jose 1-0. There you go. Colin, what do you think? Um, I don't know. Do you do you know the way to San Jose? <laughs> I've been away so long. Did it? Uh, yeah. Right. Um, 
I only put this game in there because I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, so I thought they're playing the same stadium. Let's put Seattle uh, Sounders in there. Um, I've heard of the earthquakes more than the Sounders, so (laughs) I'll I'll go with San Jose myself. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm going to go with Seattle just for the fact that they had Freddie Inbo playing for the RFF Arsenal. And I love that man. Fantastic hair. Right, our early game on... Saturday in the Premier League is Crystal Palace taking on QPR. I haven't got Chris's stats or his uh, acumen for saying what kind of derby this is. Um, who played for both teams? <laughs> Any of this? Let's just say it's Pardew's Palace taking on Ramsey's QPR. Uh, Emma, what are you saying? What's the final score going to be in this one? Oh, he's going to win. Uh, I would have thought Palace. Yeah, is that Selhurst? They've been rejuvenated under Pardew. On the Sunday show, we're big fans of Pardew. You guys are next time not so much, are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> not overly. He's brilliant entertainment, though. Mm. Pardew for next thing, the manager. That's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> 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 had a tournament, can't you, coming out? <laughs> Dunking on his nose. Shorts. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Photoshop for you, Colin. Uh, so we're going for Palace. Uh, I believe Chris has also gone for Palace. Yes, and Mark has gone for a Palace win as well. Colin, what do you think of this one? I don't know. Well, the, the, the reverse fixture was a nil-nil draw. Mm. Um, but that was in December, and I think Pardew wasn't there then, was he? No. Are QPR doomed? I'd, I'd... Palace are currently 12 for 30 points. So QPR are just in the bottom three, 22 points. Ten games to go. I think it's important that QPR gets something out of this, even if it's just a point. Mm. Um, I'd actually go for the draw. As much as I like Pardew and his Palace team, I don't know. The QPR seem a little bit rejuvenised with Ramsey in charge now, and they've actually they're playing football for a man they seem to respect rather than just a bloke who turns up every Saturday. So I'm going to go for a QPR win. Obviously, Martin Collins' uh, results mean nothing in this competition. Um, Saturday, 3 o'clock, Arsenal versus West Ham at the Emirates. I was going to say Highbury then. This is the Alex Song derby. There's one for you, Chris. Uh, let's go with their predictions first. Chris has gone... Uh, Mark, so Mark's gone, sorry, for an Arsenal win. And Chris has gone for an Arsenal win, obviously, as well. Um, Emma, what do you think? Yeah, I will agree with them. I think it would be an Arsenal win. Yeah, third on the table at the minute. West Ham are stuttering slightly, aren't they? They're 10th now, 39 points. Uh, Colin, what do you reckon? Yeah, it sounds the easy option, doesn't it? But I'd have to go for Arsenal as well. Yeah, I can't can't argue this one, really. <laughs> I like Big Sam, and I think he's going to be unfortunate to lose his job in the summer, because he's just not liked by the fans. But he will find another Premier League job with ease. And as Adam said, look what happens to teams when Adelaide get sacked. They tend to get relegated. And most of them stay down there as well. Uh, our next game, Leicester taking on Hull. Um, what a cracker. Both teams could do with a win. Leicester probably more than Hull. But <coughs> yeah, what a game. I'm going to take a stab in the dark. So this is going to be the last game of match of the day. Oh, actually, we've got Sunderland and Villa this week. And West Brom Stroke. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a weekend of fixtures this is. 
<laughs> Emma, what are you saying for this one? Um, I'm going to go for a draw. Yeah. Oh, picking up that 28th point of the season. Leicester edge of one closer to the magical 20 number, which is not going to be enough for them. Uh, Colin, what, what do you think to this? Um, despite Leicester having a, a better run of form than Everton, um, <laughs> there you go, Adam. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I can't go with Leicester at all for the rest of the season. No. Uh, so whoever's playing Leicester, I, I would always go for, for the win. Um, so for that basis alone, I'm going to go with Hull. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree as well, really. Oh, thank God it's Mother's Day on Sunday, we don't have to talk about these games. Uh, it's uh, Sunderland taking on Aston Villa in another fantastic game. One of them 17th with 25 points, the other one is 16th with 26 points. Uh, it's, it's at home, Sunderland. Does that give them any sort of edge? Emma, what do you think of this? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it'll be Villa. I think, yeah. unfortunately, you're probably right there. Uh, for that one, uh, Mark has gone for a draw. Uh, Chris has gone for a Villa win. I should say for the previous game, uh, Mark went for a draw and Chris went for a Hull win. Chris is in desperate need of putting some points back here, but uh, you're going for Villa. I don't know, this is tricky. A lot you guys say every week, Sunderland are an awful team to try and predict what they're going to do. Although they just need to lose quite a lot of games, so <laughs> maybe it's not as tricky as it once seemed. Uh, Colin, what do you think of this one? I think it's a six-pointer, <laughs> but I think neither team is going to get really what they want, and I can see Villa going a goal up, and then just, they'd be more than happy with a point. Mm. So I, I, I'd go with a draw. Yeah, this is the most... Logical outcome from the game between two awful teams. Um, another one next, we've got uh, West Brom taking on Stoke. Uh, West Brom in 13th, Stoke in 8th. 8th, that's pretty good for Stoke. Snuck up the table. Uh, we've got in this one, Chris has gone for a draw, and Mark has gone for a Stoke away win. Emma, what do you think? I'm going to go for a draw as well. Yeah. Kind of both teams have. Are West Brom safe? They're in 13th with 30 points, but I think the, the Pulis factor alone makes them safe for me. Yeah, definitely. I think I think there's definitely at least three teams worse than them in that league. Yeah, yeah I think that's the main factor. Yeah, there are. <laughs> what do you reckon is this one, Connor? I think West Brom have got a bit of a spring in their step. I think they were good in the first half against Villa in the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, I don't think Stoke have anything to play for anymore. Um, they're what eighth place. Eighth place, seven points behind Saints in seventh. So they're they're going to be there or thereabouts. It, it, it's not going to hurt them if they lose or draw. No. Um, but yeah, I, I fancy uh, I fancy West Brom. Uh, yeah, I think I'll go for West Brom as well. I'm a big fan of Tony Pulis as a manager. He's got them. Definitely safe this year. Uh, our final game on Saturday is uh, Burnley at home to reigning champions Manchester City. Uh, City have faltered most of this season. There's only 25 points behind Chelsea currently, but I can't see any way that they're going to win um, the, the league this year. Uh, 
what has Chris gone for in this one? Chris hasn't given me one for this one. Uh, Mark's gone for a city win. Uh, Colin, you can do Chris's one then, as he's not given me one. What is Chris going to say for the outcome of this game? Well, I'm going to be fair to Chris here. Um, only 4 0. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually give an argument for Burnley personally myself, but yeah. on behalf of Chris, I'll say Manchester City. <sighs> because then he can't shout at me. <laughs> the, the, only, the only positives I could throw Burnley's way is that it's an evening match. I yep. presume it's going to be on the telly. Burnley are going to be scrapping for the lives. They've done it before with big teams. Mm. Um, and I don't think a draw could be impossible. Um, but on behalf of Chris, I'll say Manchester City. Okay. Uh, Emma, what do you think of this? Uh, I, I will go for City, but I wouldn't. It's not the most ridiculous thing in the world think that Burnley may get a draw but I still think it's probably more likely that City will win yeah yeah, I'm going with everything you said though. It's, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Burnley can do this because the, uh, the way City have been this season uh, Sunday half past one we have Chelsea taking on Southampton Saints have kind of tumbled out of the top four and down to seventh now must be pleasing to see Emma <laughs> No comment. <laughs> uh, Chris has gone for Chelsea in this one, and Mark has gone for Chelsea also. <coughs> um, Emma, what have you got for this? Um, well, this is a tough one. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for Chelsea as well. <laughs> I could not have predicted that. Uh, Colin? Southampton. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. I think it's going to... Yeah, I think it's going to... Um, Go in Manchester City's favour. Th- Chelsea were poor against Paris Saint-Germain. Mm. Um, and if their form has dropped off, and it looks that way, yeah. Southampton can spring a surprise. No, no, no worries about that. They can score goals. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go for a cheeky Southampton win. Ooh. Tasty. Okay, and then suddenly, afternoon, we have Everton, <laughs> the, the worst form team in the league, possibly. Uh, taking on Newcastle, um, who are doing all right under John Carver. I mean, when he's not trying to bring on a fourth substitute in a game, that's it's obviously a bit of an error. But this is a tricky one because Everton have been awful, really, this season. <laughs> uh, Mark's gone for a draw. Uh, Chris has also gone for a draw. I um, think that's flattering Everton. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to go for Newcastle. Yeah, they seem to be playing well. Is Papa Cisse suspended from now for the spitting? He got a seven-game ban, didn't he? I would assume that takes effect immediately, yeah. Yeah. So that maybe improves Everton's chances slightly, but again, playing today. Mark said all season that their form after... Uh, Terms of not games isn't too bad, or maybe I don't know what I've been talking actually, but Everton certainly isn't great after playing in Europe, uh, Europe League. Colin, what do you think of this one? Well, I'll just throw this out to you: in, in the last ten games, so a potential thirty points, how many points have Everton scored? Or how many points have Everton won? Out of thirty. Six. Emma. Oh. Well. Actually, it's not that bad. It's seven. 
Which so is pretty bad. It's, it's <laughs> very bad. It's very bad when you look at the teams around them. Um, you can I I cannot go with Everton at all at the moment. Um, you just can't. They've just been awful. Mm. Um, so we know that Newcastle can score goals. So for that reason, I've got to go Newcastle. Excellent. Manchester United versus Tottenham Hotspurs. This is our last game on Sunday. Man United are up into fourth in the table now. Um, Spurs are in sixth, just three points behind though, so pretty close. Uh, Chris has gone for a draw in this one, and Mark's gone for a Spurs. What a way win. Well, he's, trying to, he's trying to capture him, yeah. <laughs> he's gone big with this one. What do you reckon? I think this is hard, because... I don't... Oh, I <laughs> sort of want to say a draw. Yeah. Hmm. But how could Harry Kane, Emma? <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, I think Spurs. I don't think Spurs have got enough to win it, but I don't think they will lose. I think they'll be all right. I think strangely being without Di Maria may help Man United settle on the system for a game. <laughs> He's not going to be a, a square peg in a round hole. I don't know. Though. <laughs> I'm just a man who talks about football. I'm not moving around so I don't know. <laughs> Colin, what do you think? Similar to what I said about Everton, though not to the same extent. I don't like what Manchester United do. I don't think they know what they're doing. I think they're a bit milky. I don't think... I, again, I can't trust them. I would not put any money on Manchester United at the moment. Whereas with Spurs... Yeah. I'd, I'd say... Do you know what? I'll give an exact prediction. 2-0 two nil, two nil to Spurs, Harry Kane, double. Wow. Get on that, people that enjoy my still bet. <laughs> that would definitely have been one of our betting corner bets last season. And then, uh, finally... We've and, got... and never come in, Ross. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally, we have on Monday Night Football, uh, Swansea taking on Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> Mark's gone for a Swansea win. Chris has gone for a Swansea win. Are they both on drugs? Really? Liverpool's flying. If, if Liverpool hadn't started the season so shit, they would have been challenging Chelsea. They'd have been right up there. I'm going for a Liverpool win all day in this one. Colin, what do you say? Completely with you, Ross. Liverpool for me. And you, Emma? Um, it worries me that they've both... Well, I know why Chris has gone for Swansea. He That's never goes for Liverpool, does he? No, but Mark surprises me. Yeah. Swansea, Swansea haven't been that... They're, they're ninth. They've got 40 points. They're done for the season, surely. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go for Liverpool as well. Yeah. And Good they do win. Swansea win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can blame me and Colin for that one, but I can't see Swansea winning that game. I know it's at Swansea, but Liverpool are just a very good football team at the minute. They're playing with a lot of attacking ability and Coutinho is really becoming a fantastic player. <coughs> so, I don't know. We'll see how those get on. Um, we won't talk about them on Sunday because there is no podcast as it is Mother's Day this weekend. So, we're all going to be mummy's boys and see our mothers or the wives of our children and give them presents as well. I wasn't, wasn't prepared for that when I had a daughter this year. But... This is your first Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. It is. I've already had my first Father's Day. <laughs> it's all good card support present is uh, in the post office waiting for me to pick it up I am organised 
so we will you will next hear from Manuel Post um, next week when the extra time goes return um, we'll be back in two Sundays time with a, a review podcast catch up with the weekend's actions uh, make sure you check out manuelpost.com there's a new article to go up that I've got ready uh, from our fabulous writer Peter Swallow who is having a great season he's a middle of a fan so he's loving it they look like they're on the verge of signing Jordan Rhodes which would just improve them even more uh, Colin where can people find you on Twitter you can find me at Cas C-A-S 707 excellent and Emma where can they find you at Mwebs um, do you have anything to plug at all Emma nope Colin How are we getting on with fridge magnets, Colin? We're almost out, aren't we? I'll, t- I'll tell you what, they're, they're flying off the shelves. <laughs> um, I can't remember how big a batch I got. It must have been about 50, I think. Yeah. But I can I can inform you we're down to the last six. Oh, my God. And these are the last six. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're getting no more. But they've even got the old logo <laughs> from last season. Um, I, don't, I don't know. If we run out of magnets, I don't know what we might do next. Pens? Something like that. Possibly. But if you, if you do want a magnet, um, then feel free to review us on iTunes. That helps us get up the charts. Yes. Um, we, we prefer five-star reviews to, <laughs> to, to, to anything else. Um, so We did have one one-star review, but that's now been removed, thankfully. The guy called us retards. It's a bit harsh. I mean, we don't know what we're talking about. We're not retarded. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, check out manalpost.com. You can listen to the podcast on there whilst reading all the great articles. Or, yeah, head over to iTunes, rate and review us. Five stars, please. And if you do, then we will send you out one of the last six remaining Manalpost fridge magnets. Uh, Colin will even sign one of them. One of you lucky six will get a special edition. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to deface it. <laughs> I would say sign on the back with a magnet. That's quite pointless. <laughs> so, until the guys return... I'm going to check out Man of the Post on Twitter. We're quite active and uh, we say some funny things sometimes. I don't know who tweets them, but someone does. Someone's got access to it, tweets out some funny stuff sometimes. So until then, it's uh, goodbye from Emma. Bye. And goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. That's goodbye from me. And always remember to have your Man on the Post. You're listening to a podcast from Man on the Post. For more information, please go to manonthepost.com or on Twitter at manonthepost.